Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller. And in a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, BJ Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. How are we doing, Boise State fans? Welcome on into a Wednesday edition of Bronco Nation News Live. We got John Mallory, 95-3, the ticket. You can hear him at weekdays 3 to 6 with Mike Prater, and uh, he joins us for his weekly Wednesday appearance. Johnny, we're going to talk Spencer Danielson. Spencer Danielson talking at 11 a.m. today for signing day. They got the new linebacker, which KTIK uh, first reported. Uh, good Kudos to uh, JP there for getting that done. Uh, but uh, tough one last night in Fort Collins, man. 75-62. Excuse me, Boise State just uh, was down early and just never really felt like they were in the game. Uh, your, your thoughts on the uh, the game last night? 
I, I think it was you, BJ, that that talked with uh, Coach Medved after Boise State beat Colorado State, and I think Coach said something to BNN to the effect that we just didn't play well, and and I think the same can be said regarding Boise State last night. They just didn't play all that well, and yeah. credit Colorado State. They have a magnificent point guard. They're well-coached. They're well-supported. Their fans know it. They get it. They understood that. We're seeing a pattern in the Mountain West now. We're seeing the desperate team win, which is a heck of a lot of fun too, BJ. But I think ultimately, yeah, that's what it came down to last night. Tough to win a game when you shoot 41% yeah. and your opponent shoots 56%. Naga, Naga, not gonna work here anymore. Eleven assists, by the way, for Isaiah Stevens too. He he was uh, man. He's a heck of a player. Yep, he, that was part of the uh, part of the problem. Who had, who had a better point guard game against Boise State? BJ Stevens or Brown at Utah State? We've now seen two savvy veteran point guards against this Bronco team really yeah. control the games and be very responsible in the wins. Yeah, no, that's a good point. No, no doubt. Tyson Degenhardt did have 25 points. That's back-to-back -back strong games for him. I think that's, what, five of the last eight that he's had at least 20 points. So, at least Tyson's uh, doing his part. But as he said, 41% from the field. Boise State was only 5 of 20 from three-point range. Um, rebounding was about even, 29-29, but uh, only seven assists on 23 made field goals. Just kind of a it's kind of a weird game. They didn't play great, Johnny, as he said. They were just down early and just never really got back into the game. It's kind of a weird one. Sometimes it feels like when, when they do lose in that fashion, it's like Tyson Dagenhart is the Band-Aid that is holding the entire thing together from somewhat competitive to massive, disgusting blowout. And it felt like that was one of the cases last night. If any takeaway you have from that game, it's that the Colorado State fans in the arena have a lot of respect for Tyson Dagenhart's game. And if they don't, then, you know, they're just being ridiculous because I thought Tyson Dagenhart was the best player on the floor last night. And you could just hear it. You were in the arena too. Just kind of the deflation when he looks like Charles Barkley, 1989 in the post with his shoulder, just creating space and having the hands and the feet and the coordination to be able to finish, which is really hard to do down there with bodies and hands all over the place. If there's any takeaway, it's that Tyson Dagenar continues to get better. And um, what'd you say? Five out of the last eight games, he's went for like 20. That, yeah. He's like in that, a groove yeah. right now. He's a, you know, an all-conference player last year. He's holding that up this year, but getting better and truly becoming when he wants to, he can take over a game. You just want to see that when, when a lot of the other players are having good nights too, BJ. It felt like, I don't know if it was wasted last night, but uh, you'd like Tyson to play that way and the supporting cast and the other players play well. If that's the case, maybe that's what Tyson was referring to in the post-game presser, BJ, after New Mexico, or I'm sorry, Air Force, where he said, we haven't came close to our true total potential yet. Maybe that's what he was referring to. You had Roddy Anderson, only two of eight from the field for five points. Omar Stanley was only two of eight as well for six points. He was 0 for three from downtown. Shibuzo Abo only had seven points. He was three of 10. Max Rice, three of nine. Just literally nobody else could get it going. Uh, Andrew Meadow, only two of six from the free throw line. He, he just couldn't buy a free throw. And I think oh, they got. Painting. 
Uh, it was something to do with free tacos or something. They got some sort of uh, giveaway if a player missed both free throws. So they were all going crazy for that. I, I never found out what it was. Uh, but the students were right next to us and right behind us. And so, uh, yeah, there was some giveaway. And they were, you know, he, he obliged, missed four free throws. I think he twice yeah. he missed, twice he missed both. So they were in his head. It, it was yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. It well, happens. You mentioned, uh, you know, Steven, 16 and 11, and then Roddy Anderson, Anderson, five, five. Uh, certainly, you know, I heard a little echo there. Sorry about that. I don't know if that was on the show or not, but Roddy Anderson only having five points. Um, I, I don't know. It was just, just a, they didn't make any shots and they were down the whole game and they lost. And I guess you just try to regroup and not let one turn into two. And now Saturday becomes a pretty big game. BJ, you're seeing the desperate team in this league win these games, right? Yeah. And as I said, that's fun. You know, they're trying to have this separation and get an upper class of the league, the top neighborhood, if you will, and have two teams kind of fighting that out. That's not the case. I'm sure you'll get into a four-way tie. There isn't that that next yeah. class. So, And you're seeing the desperate team, and there's big games coming up this weekend. Uh, obviously, Boise State, Utah State, as big as they get in that league. And, you know, who is the desperate team in this case? Because, you know, we're seeing in that, in, in many cases, uh, that be the case this year, BJ, for the team, for these teams. In Colorado State last night, BJ was desperate. They needed this thing to hang around, to give their own ego boost. They won't, didn't want to get swept by Boise State. You got to hold serve at home in this league. And they were able to play really well, do what they want to do. Like, you know, you mentioned, or maybe it was Jay, the Air Force game, how disciplined Boise State was defensively. They never got beat by a back cut. Everything Air Force wanted to do, Boise State didn't allow it. I yep. saw Colorado State. Oh, yeah, they had easy layups all night. All night. They executed very well offensively, and part of that is Stevens, too, and taking advantage of Boise State defensively. They gave Utah, they gave Colorado State. When you shoot 56% from the field, BJ, a lot of those are layups, right? Yep. What, what do you make of the fatigue factor? I mean, uh, Nathaniel says uh, Colorado State looked fresher, uh, more prepared last night. I'm not sure about more prepared, but home teams, um, home teams play and look more fresh, and they yeah. are. Yeah, but I do think that fatigue, you know, Boise State needs that bye week. It's coming next week. They, that was their third game in seven days. Like, uh, I'm not going to say they lost because they were tired, but I, I do think this team needs a break. But uh, is, you were there at the press, re, uh, what was it, Monday, I guess, you know, Johnny, uh, Leon Rice said you can't, you know, got to push, got to push now and you'll take the break later. You just got to fight through the fatigue and all that and playing in altitude and now's not the time to worry about that, right? It's not. And go win in Logan. Try to, you know, stay at the top of the heap in this conference. Does, does San Diego State play Nevada this weekend, BJ? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Or one of the teams that's tied has a tough trip in Reno, I think. So. Friday night. San Diego State is in Reno Friday night. That's going to be a tough game yeah. in Nevada. Desperate team. That'll be a sellout-ish at Lawler. That's going to be a tough win for the Aztecs. So if San Diego state does lose BJ, you know, then the loser of the Utah state Boise state kind of sits with them where the winner gets to go up. So, I mean, the standings will shift a little bit. I think it's anybody's game in Logan. I really do. That's going to be a fun one in this league, BJ. What, what is it? The Mount West. I think I saw five teams in the net top 36. The ACC has three. Like that—that's the high level of these upper echelon Mountain West teams. It's impressive. Yeah, Boise State did drop to uh, number forty 
uh, in the net ranking after the lost uh, for the loss last night. You had so Nevada five teams in the top forty. Then yep. now gotcha. yep. you have uh, Nevada jumping up to forty six. By the way, they jumped up ten spots. And uh, you mentioned some of the action last night. Let's go ahead and put the uh, standings on here, Johnny. As you said, a four way tie. Oh, I got to change the graphic here. Apologize uh, for that. Four way tie for uh, for first place. Seven and three in the conference. You have. Uh, Boise State, New Mexico, San Diego State, and Utah State at seven and three, and then you only have uh, Colorado State, Nevada, and even UNLV only one game back. So I mean, you got seven teams within one game of first place right now, Johnny. They're going to have their say. Yeah, if you're Colorado State, Nevada, even UNLV, you know, Coach Kruger saying this to our guys, his guys, like we're going to have our say. We we're going to play the teams we need to pass in order to get to the top of the standings so it's up to us that's all we can ask for that's a big dose of motivation and like i said a million times it feels like the more desperate team is getting out of there with victories whether it be at home or on the road in boise state's case in new mexico last week i mean we're seeing it in this league and the conference tournament your and ktik's pool party let me just throw that in this all gets to maybe the most fun Boise State fan has ever had in the month of March. I'm talking the conference tournament, that pool party right there, my friends, and then who knows what happens in the NCAA tournament. For me, BJ, this team's going to have to run into a massive roadblock here, I think, to, to, to put itself on the outside in looking on that tournament. It feels to me the way Boise State's playing. If you can stay in the top four-ish, you're going to like your chances to get in that tournament. And you got no one to blame but yourself. Boise State's going to have a good position down the stretch, as you've detailed. You look at that schedule, you know, five out of the last six teams they play, they're going to put themselves in a good position, BJ. This could be a historic march in Boise. Yeah, as I was going to say, and I guess I'll give a quick plug first for the pool party. Email me, reigns at bronconationnews.com if you want free cover charge. Johnny and Prater are going to be doing their show out there. We'll be having a great time March 15th. It's Friday of conference tournament week. And uh, yeah, that conference tournament is just going to be bananas. So if you're coming yeah. down to Vegas, if you're coming down to Vegas, we can help you get 15% off at Circa or the D. Uh, if you're not staying there and you'd like to still come to the pool party, uh, I was talking to Travis Hawks on the plane last night, him and Matt Bauscher. They're all coming over to the pool party. So uh, Friday from 10 to 5, uh, we'd love to see you guys out there for the uh, Bronco Nation News KTIK uh, pool party there in the conference tournament. Just email me and you get a uh, free cover charge. But, Johnny, you mentioned the, the schedule, and and uh, obviously Boise State uh, you know, has one more. they got to push for one more against Utah State, but then it, it really does ease up. They have the bye week, and then they have uh, four – what I would say fairly fairly win up you know easy games or win up, certainly winnable games uh, with Fresno and San Jose at home and then at Air Force at Wyoming, the Wyoming game could be a little sneaky, but you just saw New Mexico go up there and win by twenty last night, um, so you know it it is what it is. Um, but then you have those four which are all winnable, and then you have New Mexico and you have Nevada at home, and both of those are not going to be easy. But you're at home and you get sellouts. You'd like to win Saturday because then. Uh, you win Saturday, and yeah. I think that allows you to maybe stub your toe in one of those two home games. Now, if you lose Saturday, you're kind of banking on beating both Nevada and New Mexico at home, which you can. Um, but then, you know, so the path is there. You could win six in a row after Saturday, and then you have the final game at San Diego State to end the season. So um, this is their their tough stretch, and it's going to ease up a little bit, but obviously you'd like to have Saturday. You don't want to get swept by any of the teams that you're living in the same neighborhood with. I mean, that is 
a determining tiebreaker. If it comes down to the committee and there's a situation where there's two teams and dang it, they're tied, same record in the league. Maybe they 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 exit the same round of the conference tournament, and yeah. it's like, okay, who's going to Dayton and who's not? And they look, and it's Boise State or Utah State in this scenario, and they go, well, well, Utah State swept them. Okay, Utah State send Boise back to Dayton. Uh, that type of situation. You don't want to get swept from a team you're comparing yourself to, BJ. And Utah State won in Boise. Boise State winning. In Logan, on Stu Morrill night, might I add, very, very respected coach. He's their legend. Stu Morrill was the man, dude, in the old whack in other days. And uh, they're going to have a lot of fun on Saturday, and they hate Boise State, you know, whether it's an inferiority complex or they're just tired of getting their ass kicked by Boise State in football every single year. They need basketball to have the upper edge, and mm -hmm. it has been. In the past couple of years, Leon's kind of flipped this thing. This is a this is going to be a big matchup on Saturday. I think Boise State's going to play well, and I give them a coin flip chance to win in that. Uh, Nathaniel says football never celebrated the Mountain Division regular season championship, only the Mountain West title. That should become the same standard for the rest of our uh, athletic teams. Um, Nathaniel also said the quad one win on the road would be nice, easier for it to stay quad one at home. I agree with that. Um, in basketball, I really don't think it matters. Some of the conferences you win the regular season title, and if you don't win the conference tournament, you aren't in the NCAA tournament. That's yeah, that's more of the if, if you win the regular season title, the Mountain West, yeah, you're if in. you win, you're, you're, yes, it's not automatic, but if you win the Mountain West regular season title, you are in, uh, in. The, the NCAA tournament, especially uh, this year. So, yeah, yeah you, you mentioned the desperate teams, and I think Boise State certainly uh, will probably be desperate on Saturday. and they're pushing. They're 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 you know on fumes. I guess you could say. I think they need a break, but we'll see what happens uh, on Saturday. And Logan, we'll uh, discuss that later in the week. Johnny, uh, we had uh, Spencer. We have Spencer Danielson talking here in about an hour and a half. I wanted to talk about football a little bit and signing day and what uh, we might hear from Spencer. But uh, first, a quick ninety second timeout talking football. Don't go anywhere here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation news broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU. Com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com.
All right, Johnny, uh, we'll we'll continue to get ready for the Utah State game uh, later this week. We got Jay Tuss coming on Friday. Uh, but uh, Spencer Danielson, he's talking today. Excuse me, uh, 11 o'clock. What, what do you want to hear from Spencer today? What are you expecting to hear from Spencer today? You know, it's kind of odd, right? This is a new era of college football where, you know, I think what you, you said, they're announcing one player today. So uh, you know, the questions I think are going to be, I don't know, maybe infrastructure stuff like with the program and what the what's access stuff. I mean, uh, well, he hasn't talked about Chris. He hasn't talked about Chris Marshall. Um, he hasn't absolutely. Talked, he yep. hasn't talked about Chris Marshall. Uh, he hasn't talked about the uh, Jalen Clark situation and what his update is if he's still on the team. Uh, he did talk about Malachi Nelson, but they've added a couple of transfers, and there'll be some questions about. Uh, I think uh, Chris Marshall and taking a chance on him and then the linebacker that they uh, got that uh, JP uh, reported yesterday. Um, so I, I think that, uh, you know, they've obviously, um, you know, not much. It is a weird, we're not used to this. And I guess that's the way it is now with the early signing day, Johnny, and then with the transfer portal era too. But uh, up until yesterday, I mean, they were not even expecting to sign anybody on, and this is the actual signing day. That's the early signing day to have, you know, one signee today to talk about. It's a little weird. Remember what a party this day was in the world of college football? It was draft day for college football. I remember we all the shows I've done at local establishments. I know IST had the big stage. They did their big, huge show. There was like hundreds of people there. And you're right. Today, it's a presser at 11 o'clock. And you know, still kind of like, well, what are, what are we talking to Coach Danielson about? You're right. The, the Indiana wide receiver coming in. I haven't had comments from uh, the Chris Marshall kid coming in kind of like that infrastructure type of stuff. Um, you know, I don't know if he's going to get into the detail of spring football schedule. I don't know if you're privy to any of that too, BJ, if I've just missed a press release on that on when they're, when they're officially starting that, do you know, have they announced an official day of the first day of spring ball? Haven't heard that. No. Okay, so something like that. Maybe we figure out when they're going to start, what the spring ball schedule will be. Are they going to take that break in between like they typically do? So uh, that type of stuff. And I want to hear from uh, from Bush Hamden. A lot of toys to play with in this offense, BJ, for Bush Hamden. He's in the laboratory. He's got, I mean, uh, what, what, what does he not have offensively coming back? An experienced O-line, uh, probably the best running back in America. I guess you could say, you know, you'd like to have a little more experience at the quarterback play, but Maddox Matson took a lot of snaps last year, and he's going to be pushed by Malachi Nelson. The receiver room, BJ, I mean, the top three receivers on this team next year could be players who didn't combine with a, have a catch this past year. I don't think that will happen, but think about it. The Indiana kid, the Chris Marshall kid, and Latrell Capels yeah. back who didn't catch a ball last year. And then you have, you know, Austin Bolt looks good. Prince Strawn looks good. And there's a lot of players here, BJ, uh, with this team. The receiver room, like that commenter said, the receiver room is packed. And I should say, yeah, we are also talking to Bush Hamden and also yeah. um, Eric Chenander, the defensive coordinator today uh, as well. Anything you want to hear from Eric? Uh, maybe just kind of how he conducts his first kind of defensive coordinator presser. I mean, BJ, and maybe maybe your your viewers, our, our listeners noticed this too, but the coordinators and the head coach, BJ, they get the team meeting room for the presser, right? They get the podium. 
They get the they get the molt box hooked up. You know, they got the TV cameras. It's a big deal when yep. you get that coordinator podium presser. Of running back coaches, I'm just a running back coach, all position coaches for that matter. They just go in the lobby and it's a little scrum there. So it's it's not as formal. So this is Co Coach Shenander's first kind of formal DC presser. Kind of want to see how he handles himself too. And then yeah, you know, figure out what's going on with this defense, who he likes coming back and who's coming in and, and all that good stuff. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm still getting used to Eric Shenander. Prater said it the other day, and we're like, oh yeah, Eric Shenander's the DC. Like we it, it just we've been so into you know Danielson and Bush yeah. and all these other stories. It's like Oh yeah, Coach Shenander is the new DC, and he was the DC for a long time in the in his past. So he's got that obviously. Uh, you know, before this is nothing new for him. But uh, Kay Foster says, "Is there any team in college football that had a better off season than Boise State?" Uh, I'm sure there was somebody, but uh, I got to tell you, Johnny, there's going to be a lot of excitement. We were talking about this. Uh, you and me, and I forget who else, just kind of BSing before the presser started, and then Leon walked in and we asked him about it. A lot of buzz, a lot of buzz about the football team right now. Yeah, I think it's going to be – I'm not going to look at numbers or anything, but I think it's going to be a spring game that draws a lot of attention. I think people are going to want to see the Malachi Nelson kid. I think people are going to want to support Spencer Danielson and show that support by coming out to the fun, festive football carnival fan fest, however they slice it up this year. J.D. does a pretty good job of trying to make it – more than just the, the spring game. Have other stuff for the kids to do, meet and greet. And I think there'll be a, a good amount of attention, more so than than in the Andy Avalos era, BJ. And the offseason is crazy. And in, in this messy world of college football, you know, Boise State had victories this offseason. They lost players, but it felt like they had to have a chance to upgrade at that position. We don't know if Nelson will be better than than Taylor Green, but I think this fan base is willing to roll the dice on that and take that chance. I know Spencer Danielson is certainly excited about bringing Malachi in, and then just you get one more year of Genty. To me, of all these storylines, BJ, them finding a way to keep that kid. You've talked to some people I've talked to. You knew what was on the table for Ashton Genty in the SEC, and for him to stay at Boise. It says so much about him, this town, that coach, that program, and, and just another year for the fans, BJ, to get to watch, I think, the best player on this program since Leighton Vander Esch. No, no doubt. That's going to be exciting. Super excited for, for that. And, and there's, you, you mentioned Bush Hamden, the toys on offense. They certainly have uh, a lot of them and I can't remember an anticipation for an offseason. And you guys on Idaho Sports Talk, certainly BNN, we're going to have plenty of Plenty of time and uh, ways to milk that over the next five, six months. Uh, obviously, yeah. Till, oh, yeah. until the fall comes. I'm excited about that. I do want to thank a couple of our sponsors real quick. Lithia Ford at Boise. Check them out. Lithia Ford at Boise.com. They got five NIL deals now with five uh, Boise State athletes. Brooke Patterson on the uh, women's golf team. You got Paige Barson on the volleyball team. Then three football players, Ahmed Hassanin, uh, Andrew Simpson, and, of course, Matt Louder. So we appreciate Lithia Ford at Boise. Check them out. Lithia Ford Boise. Dot com Taco Bell, TacoBellWorks.com. Had a good time with Stan Nicolason last night on the trip to Fort Collins. TacoBellWorks.com. If you need a job, Johnny, they will give you half your wages the next day after your shift. So quick cash, quick pay. Check them out, TacoBellWorks.com. And uh, again, uh, they're donating a lot of money to, to Boise State, to the local community, and you can return the favor there 
at Taco Bell. Speaking of jobs, transportation compliance service. If you're getting into the trucking industry, they can help you every step of the way, all the permits and overweight DOT permits, things you need to get out there towing that first load in no time. They can help you out and get it done quick and easy. If you try to do it yourself, about 75% of people go out of business. So transcomservice.com. Check them out. Transportation compliance service. Travis Hawks, the blue and orange store. Really enjoyed talking to Travis last night as well. We had a great group going over to Fort Collins for the game. Everything was perfect uh, except for the final score. But uh, the blue and orange store, the blue and orange store.com, all your Boise State gear. My wife ordered a couple uh, shirts the other day and, and uh, did store pickup. And, and I went in and picked them up for her, and it was easy peasy. So check them out, the blue and orange store.com. Shirts, hats, uh, bumper stickers, car flags, whatever you need golf balls. They got everything uh, Boise State related there at the blueandorangestore.com. And again, free shipping on any order over $40 if you're not in the Boise area. Bronco Brew Coffee, quick shout out to them as well. Broncobrew.coffee. Uh, we also uh, signed up for some Bronco Brew Coffee within 24 hours, Johnny. It was at our doorstep. Uh, very, very fast, very efficient, roasted to order coffee. And uh, yeah, if you're in the Treasure Valley, they don't even use the, the mail or the postal service. They'll drive it to your house uh, within 24 hours. And so fresh coffee, really enjoying uh, Bronco Brew coffee. And again, you're helping Boise State Athletics. You're helping the NIL game with every sip. So check them out at uh, broncobrew.coffee. Just pick your athlete and uh, you are good to go there from Bronco Nation News. And then uh, one quick mention, uh, we're about a week away, Johnny. We're giving away the VIP oh. basketball experience uh, John Mallory is not eligible, but, uh, we are giving away a trip for two on a private jet to San Diego. And now Johnny, that final game of the regular season, there may be a lot on the line there, uh, oh. in San Diego to end the regular season. And you could ride on the BNN jet down to San Diego. You get to stay the night. Uh, it's going to be a fun trip. We'll have a nice brunch on Saturday out by the beach and, uh, trying to set up a tour of the Cutwater facilities. Cutwater is based there in San Diego, so we're trying to get that done with one of our sponsors as well. So sign up. We'd love to have you. BNN 50 deals, the promo code. You get a uh, one-year subscription uh, for just uh, $50. And uh, again, we're giving that away next week. So time is running out on that. Um, let's see. TJ says, Boise always chokes at Colorado State. I'm not sure if that's a troll or if he's a CSU fan. Boise State had actually won, Johnny, five of the last seven uh, at uh, Moby Arena going in uh, to last night. But, but the two losses were just massive choke. So, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, sports guys. <laughs> you, you, you expose that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again for all your content. It really helps the out-of-state fans. Appreciate you, sports guy. We're at Rio. We've enjoyed doing this. Um, I guess this is a dig at Leon waiting for Spencer to announce the super team is what he said. I, I lost the thing there. Waiting for Spencer Danielson to announce super team. Is this a super team for football? Is he going to go there, you think? No way. It's not, and he won't. We'll see, yeah. though. I mean, I, there's a lot of things to like, but they haven't even kicked off spring ball. Uh, Clint says, team is exciting. Schedule's exciting. I'm smelling playoff. And that is part of the reason. Like, Johnny, we're obviously very excited for a lot of reasons, but I, I do think, like, the actual fact that you now know if you win your conference, you have a really good chance this year to be in the actual 12-team college football playoff. Oh. Sure, they'll be double-digit underdogs, and they'll probably lose by – two or three touchdowns to Alabama or Texas, whoever they have to go play on the road in the first game. But just that going into the season, that thought of, you know what, we win our conference and we've got a real legitimate shot of being in the CFP. I think that changes it for a lot of teams. And, and Boise State is right there. And it's, it's all kind of coming together where the, the excitement of Malachi Nelson and all the other Spencer Danielson and all this. And, oh, yeah, there's a playoff that Boise mm. State could actually be a part of. I think that adds to the uh, excitement the next five, six months. 
it's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait to talk about the 12-team tournament. I remember getting into this business. Uh, first time I was on the air, it was still the BCS era. And I remember just like like all radio shows and all bar stool conversations and, you know, hanging out with the water cooler at the water cooler with your buddies. Oh, college football needs a playoff. What if this eight teams, 16 teams? Well, they gave us 12, man. I'm not going to complain. That's going to be cool. And the chase, the race, the selection Sunday vibe, all the conversations of not just who will make it, but who are going to be the top four seeds. Who's getting the bye week? Where are they going to go? And in the case for the group of five, an entirely new pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, BJ, a spot guaranteed at that tournament. Yeah. And a road game, which will be a tremendous atmosphere environment, wherever they go, BJ. But yeah, to have that, Ahmed Hassanin came on Idaho Sports Talk a couple weeks ago and just, it was maybe the best interview me and Prater have done with a current Boise yeah. State football player. That was well done, man. And he was like, I want to go to the playoffs. And he was dead serious. Like, this team, they know, they get it in the Blameyer. That is absolutely the pot of gold now. And if it happens, like, BJ, I, I guess I'm going to sound like a Homer Boise radio guy, even though I'm not even a fan of the team, but... It does feel like for for college football to feel right, that first tournament, yes, the underdog, the G five team, Boise State should be the team. Should be Boise State, yes. and they should scare the hell out of whatever team that's going to host them and get that narrative and conversation back. It feels like it's a lot more fun than Liberty or Tulane or yeah. whoever else, but. It just feels like some weird, there were some weird ones, man. Was there was like a was there a Western Michigan one year? There was oh, uh, no, BJ. Yeah. That was big. Yes, there's been some weird ones. Uh, I think Boise State's goal should be to get in the top eight, get a home game, Wouldn't home game in the playoff. You're number eight, you get a home game. You're a conference champion. You're in that mix, possibly for a for. You're right, a home game, not a bye week, but a home game. I mean, is that, is that how it works? Right, five, six, seven, and eight will have home games. Yes, one, they yeah. won't advise, but they'll have home games. So if you can get if Boise State, I mean, where are we really doing this? But if Boise State say they have one loss, they're sitting there. It would be twelve and one at the end of the year. You'd think they'd have a shot to get a bye week there. If the one loss was say Oregon early, they hung with them, whatnot. I want Boise State to get rewarded for its non-con next year even if they say lose two games i don't want the 13 and 0 liberty team running in there saying undefeated like yeah. i want the resume to say they look look what boise state did in the non-con very respectable and they would take the 11 and 2 boise state team versus the 13 and 0 whatever conference usa team that's going to be a decision for the committee and Hopefully, like teams like Boise State will get rewarded for, yeah. for, for a challenging non-con. I hope that happens. And I, I will say this, like it's been, you know, a long time coming. Obviously, we've waited a long time uh, for this playoff, and we always thought, why could they not do this earlier? Um, but I'm a little worried about like just the future of college football, Johnny, and what's gonna happen with schools like Boise State if you have the the SEC and Big Ten are now meeting to discuss things and whether or not these top schools just you know form their own thing and you, you hope that a school like Boise State is always going to have a seat at the table but you, you, there's no guarantee I mean this playoff is only like two years is where it's uh, only contractually obligated to happen for the next two years so 
let's enjoy it while we can because I, I don't know what the future holds and maybe I mean maybe you feel better about it than I do but there's just a lot of politics and things going on with with uh, college athletics and who knows if the top schools are going to break away and form their own thing or, or what but uh, I, I let's just enjoy it for these next two years while we for sure have it I guess and if Boise State does make uh, some noise, do some damage, get back in the conversation by getting to that tournament and playing well, maybe if there is some or further separation down the road, Boise State is included. College football, the future to me is really weird because I think it's going to have more eyeballs than ever, more platforms than ever, more big games on October 7th than ever. But there is going to be a lot of folks who are turned off because, you know, their team, their chances, they you know, feel like they got left behind. I have a lot of Washington State Cougar friends, Oregon State Beaver friends. They really don't know what to think with their football program. They're like, wait, what, what are we doing? It's no fun for them anymore. But I think for the most part, uh, people are still going to be in, t- in, in tune to what the Big Ten and the SEC are doing. As far as where Boise State fits, yeah, if you're going to take away an opportunity to get to this tournament, uh, then the future is going to be, oh man, that's going to be more than just up in the air for me, BJ. The future is not going to be pretty if somehow, some way, they, they're, they're not having an opportunity to get into whatever postseason tournament. Right now, that's what the group of five is hanging on to. Hopefully, uh, any tournament, I don't think they're going to decrease spots, but I mean, you could have a situation where the Big Ten says, okay, we're taking our top four. 16-team league. We're taking our top four. The SEC is taking its top four. We're going to have our own eight-team tournament. This is the Chip Kelly deal. It's going to be the Amazon Cup. It's not going to be the national championship. It'll be the Amazon Cup, and it'll come with all these hundreds of millions of dollars, not only for the program, but also for the players. They'll get their bonus, too, and they'll play in their own tournament because it'll have so much money. If that's the case, then, yeah, a lot of teams are going to be left out, but I don't know if we're there yet, BJ. Not to get too personal, Johnny, but are you a boxers or briefs guy? Boxers, 100,000%, yeah. man. I can't wear briefs. Hey, Foster says Johnny probably has blue and orange underwear on the way he's talking about Boise State. Come on, man. We know you're a closet uh, BSU fan. I, 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 look, them doing well, Boise State getting to that CFP 12-team tournament would be a fabulous for business. Yes. I don't know what that guy does for a living, but if there's something that maybe he's not a super fan of or he grew up not rooting for, but it's it's, it's, it's paying the bills more so yes. than it typically would, he's yes. going to root for that. Yeah, Boise State doing well. Uh, it's either they do well or they do horrible. But the worst thing we all want in this business is when nobody cares. They're apathetic. It doesn't matter anymore. They don't even matter. And that's not the case. But nah, man. Derek Morales, CF, uh, college football kind of going down a weird path. Shout out to the NCAA for creating a perfect basketball postseason. And, uh, yeah, excited uh, for Boise State and, and what's ahead. I still think we we both believe they'll be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, certainly going to be awesome. Five weeks from today, Johnny and Prater will be doing their show from Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, wow. Looking forward looking to that. I think you guys will be in the sports book maybe on the first day, or we'll, we'll try to get you a good spot. Uh Maybe maybe out by the pool uh, to set up for uh, in advance of Friday, but looking forward to that five weeks from today and uh, a lot of action to be decided before then. I'll be there on Sunday, Johnny. My wife Karen and I we're we're uh, I got an awesome wife, man. I I'm not gonna lie. Like I who else just says at the last minute like Dude. let's fly down to Vegas for the, and watch the Super Bowl and be there for ten hours? And my wife's like I'll check flights. 
Like, uh, who else does that? So I, I, my wife's awesome. We're going down to Circa. We're, we're, uh, we're staying the night in Logan after the game on Saturday and then driving to Salt Lake Sunday morning and flying down. So a uh, shout out to the, the in-laws for helping, uh, uh, watch the boys this weekend, and and I will be at Circa Resort and Casino out by the pool on Sunday watching the Super Bowl. Man, you flying commercial for once, for once, yeah, yeah, I am commercial. I am commercial on this one, yeah. Private yep. jet flying, <laughs> Jeremiah Dickey high fiving, you know, <laughs> Matt Rice loving, like you know, BJ Range, yeah, Matt Bowser hanging, like I love it, man. I pinch, my, I pinch myself every day, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I've, I've met the right people, and uh, certainly been a fun ride. And, and yeah, who, who is, uh, who else was in Colorado State last night watching the game, and then back in Boise before midnight? It was, uh, it was pretty crazy. Wow, but, uh, that's cool. Uh, had, a, had a good time, Johnny. I know you guys are in the middle of Super Bowl week, as I said. I'll be there on Sunday watching Super Bowl at Circa on Sunday. But uh, what do you guys got today? Three to six. I know you'll break down this game. Talk to Bob, obviously, who was there last night uh, as well. Uh, but uh, Idaho Sports Talk, uh, what we got today? Yeah, Bob's going to break down the Mountain West standings, looking at the four-team tie and kind of pick and look at head and forecast their tougher games, their easier games. Don't miss Bronco Focus there. We'll do the Spencer Danielson, Bush Hamden pressers today. Obviously, we'll share our opinions there. And then, heck yeah, Super Bowl coverage, and I will take the opportunity to say Shiloh K.O., future Idaho Vandal Hall of Famer, six-year NFL veteran, and Super Bowl 50 champion, BJ. Shiloh K.O. will be on sharing his Super Bowl memories, won that ring with Peyton Manning, Vaughn Miller, and that Broncos team. So going down memory lane a little bit with Shiloh. That's going to be fun. We'll be listening three to six Idaho sports talk, Johnny Prater, JP, Bob, the whole gang. You can listen KTIK.com, the KTIK app. You can do what I do. And uh, it's so easy that you guys post the podcast, like within 30 minutes of the show ending. And so uh, you can just go right there to the app, the Apple Prater Prater does that. All right. So you You go uh, the app on that. Yeah. You guys have the nice little photo there on the uh, Apple Podcast app. That's the way that uh, I download the show. Four years old and 20 pounds ago. I keep bugging JP about that, man. Come on, man. I was like 200 pounds in that picture. I'm like 177 right now. Give me some cred, man. You can see my cracked uh, cracked uh, cover on the screen. But, uh, yeah, you do need all to get right, a new, yeah. new picture there. But uh, appreciate it, Johnny. You guys, I know you guys will be all over Spencer Danielson talking today as well. So we'll be listening. And, uh, again, we'll be back 9 a.m. tomorrow on Bronco Nation News. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you guys later. And, uh, again, Boise State at Utah State on Saturday. We'll have full coverage of that. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.